right. Good evening, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to our weekly community Zoom call. Tonight's topic that we're going to be diving into um, is going to be about feeling guilty when you fall off or make poor decisions. I feel like this is something that I'm responding to every single week. Um, and, and what I'm trying to do right now is uh, or be more mindful of um, and kind of on, on the ball with it. Anytime I'm seeing a, a trend in check-ins, I'm trying to address that in the community group as well, just because I feel like if one or two people are struggling with something, everybody's likely, or not everybody, but a high um, high percentage of people are struggling with it. And I, this has been one of those things that's been trending a lot recently with, with a lot of check-ins, um, especially for those who are, are struggling a little bit. And it's that feeling of guilt. And I feel like we all have this um, to to some degree at different times of the year and things like that. Um, and that's obviously something we want to move away from. And part of moving away from that is by being consistent with the things that you feel grateful for or the, few, the, the grateful things that you feel about yourself and about your choices. So, you know, the more things you can do with that, the less guilt you're going to have. Um, what I find is generally the people who feel a greater degree of guilt are those who are consistently struggling with, with making poor decisions. Um, you know, they're, they're doing two or three good days and they're having two or three bad days and they're feeling guilty about those few bad days. Sometimes it is just kind of the isolated, you know, one-off meal, or maybe it's the, the missed workouts. We'll kind of dive into that a little bit, um, before we kind of get rolling with it though. Um, so far, uh, the, 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 um, the meal plan of Thriving Lives Kitchen is, is, is a hit. I think everybody that's utilized it is already enjoying it. I'm getting texts and messages each day about, Hey, this meal is really good. Um, you know, all that good stuff. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've already seen some people making the pizzas, the burgers, all that good stuff. So I'm excited that uh, to see that um, continue to build. Um, uh, right now, I've got a couple of things I'm adding on to that. So some of those recipes, if you didn't see in the, the community chat today, uh, Dexter asked about if there's going to be recipes like or how to make some of these things. Some of it are, are pretty straightforward. You know, you know how to make a burger. You know how to make uh, tacos. I mean, you just throw this stuff on there for the most part. Uh, but some of it, uh, like the enchiladas and, and the pizzas, you know, require a couple extra steps um, that might, if you're not um, adept in the kitchen, which I'm really not either, but a lot of this stuff is trial and error. I'm not a cook by any means. So whatever I'm cooking something at might not be what a chef would recommend, but, you know, a lot of it comes down to trial and error and just kind of playing with it. Um, you know, the other day I, I made these pizzas and Instead of doing it at 425, I did it at 400. It came out a little bit undercooked. It was still good um, since the bread is already made for those pizzas. Um, but still, a lot of it is just kind of trial and error on your own. But I'm looking forward to kind of adding the actual recipe, the step-by-step -step to some of these meals. And uh, yeah, to see kind of where it goes, though. Um, I encourage all of you, if you do try out one of those meals, you know, post a picture about it. Uh, maybe say how you made it. What tweaks did you make to it? things like that. So other people can kind of see how you're utilizing that, that Thriving Lives Kitchen Meal Planner. Uh, but anyway, though, kind of coming back to, to what our topic is tonight, talking about, um, you know, those, those feelings of guilt that we have when we make those poor decisions. I mean, really, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to be said on this, um, at least not just for me. So hopefully um, you three that are on here tonight, if you want to chime in with any, any things you've currently struggled with, or maybe in the past, maybe that you've overcome, um, but so kind of back to what I'm seeing with check-ins are people that um, ultimately like they'll, it's kind of a snowball effect of things. And, and and sometimes it comes down to maybe they're even not doing anything that's a super big deal, but they just feel like they're failing all because of one or two choices. So let me start by saying what I always say on like console calls and what I con constantly reminding people is that we're not striving for, for, for perfection here. Um, you know, we're, we're not stepping on stage in a bikini or a... Uh, 
uh, a speedo essentially, you know, as a bodybuilder would wear, or like I would wear on stage, um, where judges are looking at every little imperfection and every gram of protein and carbs and fats and exercise and everything else that you've done for six months matter in that moment. That's not what any of our goals are here. Um, so we've got to kind of lose that perfection mindset. And even then, I can't even be perfect. Um, it's just it's not, not realistic to be perfect with with our lifestyles. So that's one thing we've got to address right off the right off the bat and give ourselves a little bit of grace for. We're not here to be perfect. We're here to just make progress. Uh, majority of people here, I would say at least 90, 90% of people here didn't have amazing balance in their life prior to TLF. They didn't have um, a lot of these habits built up. Some of them did, but a lot of people did not. So we're not striving for perfection. We're striving for let's show up and get 1% better every single week. And if you can do that and, and see that that the effect of that compound over months and over years, then, I mean, you're you're in world's better place than where, where you once were. Um, so if you can kind of eliminate that, not that that's easy, it's much easier said than done. Um, but you know, to, to eliminate that, that perfection over progress type of mindset. Um, so that's, I feel like step number one is we have to address that and recognize that. And then you've got to remind yourself of that as well. That's what a lot of this comes down to as well as, as where, where your mind is at, you know, taking the things that I'm preaching on these zoom calls and the podcast and, and, and our check-ins together, in the client success packet is I'm giving you a lot of these tools and, and thought processes that I want you guys to utilize on your day-to-day -day basis, on your weekly basis, whenever you do make a poor decision when it comes to foods and stuff like that. Um, so just be mindful and be reflective of it in the moment as well. Um, I'll kind of pause for a second. Tim, Soli, Kaylee, do you guys have anything to, to add with this? No, no worries. If not, Krista, um, I don't know if you, you missed it whenever you hopped on here. We're talking about, um, you know, feeling guilt when you fall off or make poor decisions. Um, so if you have anything you want to share with that, you guys just unmute yourself and let me know. I know for me, like, so I started back with you in November. Yep. So like in the beginning, if I wanted something and I would like eat it or whatever, and I'd be like, well, I had one, I might as well have another one. Yeah. But like today I knew, so I had a course therapy and I knew I wasn't going to have a lot of time to eat anything. Mm -hmm. And I went to a price chopper and I wanted something salty. And instead of going for like some flaming Hot Cheetos, which is what I'd normally do, yeah. I went and got some beef jerky. Okay. And it really wasn't too bad. It was like one gram of fat, um, nine or six carbs and 11 grams of protein per serving. And the... I mean, there was only like two and a half servings and I knew I was going to eat the whole bag. So I didn't feel bad about eating it because I knew that it was still good and it still fit. I still fit it in the macros for the day. Yeah. Well, in, in, in worst case scenario, let's say, let's say that didn't fit the macros. Let's say you still went over a little bit on carbs or fats or proteins. You still chose a, a nutrient dense thing. You chose something that was going to be a little bit filling. You chose something that even if you do overshoot your carbs, you're only overshooting it worst case scenario by like 12 or 15 grams of carbs. You're only overshooting fat by like two or three grams of carbs with that with that choice. And worst case scenario, if you go a little bit of a protein, so be it. That's not that's not a big deal. That's not really a problem. Um, so you 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 made a great choice given the circumstances. Whereas the old you, like you said, would have gotten flame of hot Cheetos. And whether you had a small bag, a big bag, whatever, I guarantee you would have had at least 30 to 40 grams of carbs. You'd have gotten no protein. You would have gotten, you know, 10, 15 grams of fat. I don't know exactly what right. macro. And I would have felt super guilty about eating that. You would you would have felt you would have felt guilty with it because especially because 
you would have had the option to get the jerky, to get a protein shake, to get something else. Um, it's not just a matter of that that choice. It's that when you have other positive choices to make and you choose the one that was um, the least optimal, then, you know, you're and, and it, I don't want anybody to take away from this conversation that that guilt is a good thing that you should feel guilty. But when you feel guilty, you need to reflect on the choices that you made and if they made sense, if they were the best choices. And sometimes it, it doesn't have to be the best choice. It Sometimes it is you're just giving into it a little bit, and that's okay. If that's few and far between, giving into a craving or making, you know, if one out of 10 times, Kaylee, you go to the grocery store and you get Flamin' Hot Cheetos in that situation instead of the jerky, one out of 10 is not a bad, that's still a pretty damn good success rate because that means nine out of 10 times you're making good choices. And so that's where people have to, um, you know, get back to is thinking about, hey, 90% of the time I'm making great choices. And if you're making right. great choices 90% of the time, you're going to get to where you want to get to. That 10% is not going to be super detrimental. It's when people are out of balance and they're doing 50-50. And oftentimes, if you're doing 50-50, that's a, that's a slippery slope to doing one out of 10 or zero out of 10. So uh, great job making that making that choice. Like you said, you feel better about it. And it's not going to throw off digestion. It's not going to throw off macros. And when you show up on check-in day tomorrow, you're not going to have to report, ah, I fucked up in the head you know, 200 extra calories worth of carbs, um, the day before check-in day, you know, right. you shouldn't see a negative effect on the scale tomorrow. I mean, there's a little bit of sodium in that, but again, it's small serving. It's not like you went to town on it. So great choice with that. I appreciate you giving us a uh, kind of that insight into your choice today. Um, but like I said before, you know, if you would have made that choice and gotten the flaming hot Cheetos, uh, and felt guilty afterwards. What's what's important is that when we are feeling the, these feelings of guilt, we we have to we got to be able to put a thumb on it and take a minute to think about why we are are feeling that that sense of guilt. Um, you know, was this the fifth time that week that we made a poor decision? Um, again, did we have access to making healthier choices in that position? Um, we don't have to beat ourselves up when we feel a little bit of guilt, um, but we should recognize. What happened? What were all the things that mixed into that decision? Um, you know, maybe maybe we were it was it was your time of the month. You know, you were menstruating, and, and there was cravings that go up with that. Um, I mean, that that's that's science. That's not just a craving. You actually had that that craving because of your hormones and things like that. So that situation, give yourself a little bit of grace. We want to set ourselves up for success, um, but not beat ourselves up over things. And that's really what I'm getting to with this guilt type of thing. Is is a little bit of guilt doesn't have to be necessarily a bad thing. It, it's a source of, of reminder that, hey, I could have made a better choice. And then don't don't let it go further than that. Don't be angry at yourself for, for days about it. Just make a better choice tomorrow. And generally, whenever you make those better choices, like you did today, Kaylee, you, you feel better about the decision. Um, and that's always much better feeling than any, even if it's a small amount of guilt with that stuff. Um, you know, kind of coming back to it, same thing with like missing workouts. That's one of the things that I'll see people kind of starting, you know, especially as they get started is number one, they have this high expectation that all of a sudden they're going to go from doing two workouts a week to five workouts a week. Even though on the plan, I only recommend doing three or four times. They're trying to overkill and hit five or six workouts. Well, number one, it, it, you got to put things in perspective. If you haven't been going to the gym, very consistency, uh, maybe, maybe 10 years ago, you were consistent. You were going seven days a week, whatever, whatever that number looked like for you. That's not where you are now. That's not what you've been doing lately. So give yourself grace to to not get into that many days a week. And nor is it recommended anyway. Uh, nor is that going to be sustainable. So that's that's crucial to to understand as well. Um, but if you miss a workout, it's not the end of the world. Coming back to controlling the controllables, 
Did you control your food today? Did you control your sleep? Did you get your water intake in? Did you get some steps in? If you did all those things, don't feel uh, any guilt for that for that missed workout. Because um, ultimately, if you did all those right things, if you did miss a workout, it's not likely due to laziness because you conquered everything else. Um, it's more so from, you know, something came up. Maybe it was a really long, stressful day. But again, commend yourself and give yourself props for controlling the things you could have controlled in that situation. Um, so again, coming back to kind of the mindset shift that we all want to make here um, away from that perfection mindset and more towards the the, the progress mindset with this. Um, another big piece of all of this is check-in days. Check-in days are are so crucial with this because, you know, you might have all these feelings of guilt and whether you reflect it or not, maybe those feelings of guilt are not going away. But when you show up on check-in day and you communicate how you're feeling with that, you know, you're, you're vulnerable about it. You communicate, I feel like shit because of this, this decision more times than not, I'm going to say, give yourself a break. Um, and let's go ahead and point out all the wins that you did have this week. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe your, your wins this week weren't nearly as many as what you had last week, but then I want you then you know, then we're going to reflect on, okay, this is how this week went. It wasn't your best week since you've gotten started, but let's compare this, this so-so week, this 50% maybe week to where were you before you started with TLF? Where were you before our weekly check-ins? Where were you before you had this, you know, new, uh, this diet plan or this guidelines kitchen meal planner or your workouts or any of anything that TLF has provided you? Where were you before all that? And here recently, that's what I've been trying to to remind people of is that your lifestyle before you started here, the week you just had that you are upset about, that would have been a dream week for you six months ago or a year ago or five years ago or however it is long you've been doing this. So what what it's what, what's crucial to do during that so-so week that you might have had is think about where were you six months ago? Where were you a year ago? And look how far you've come. Now, that, that doesn't mean to just rest on it. That doesn't mean to just be satisfied with the 50% week. But that's a moment to give yourself some grace, give yourself a pat on the back. And this 50-50 week that you've had is not the end of the world. You know, you've been stringing together a lot of good weeks. So let's just get right back to that. Um, oftentimes things were either out of your control and they threw things off or maybe they were in control and you just, you know, you weren't as focused this week and that's okay. We all have those weeks. Um, but what's important is, is how do you reflect and how do you bounce back from that week? Um, how do you bounce back from that poor decision? How do you not, uh, you know, beat yourself up to the point that, you know, that, that's another thing that I see as well is that, uh, um, Kaylee, I think you might even mention this as well, but when you make one poor decision, you're ready to throw away the whole week. Some people are. Um, and a lot of that is because you're beating yourself up over it. You're angry about it. And what do, what do, what do us do? This comes back to our conversation last week about using food as a therapist, using food as comfort. When we have feelings of guilt, when we have feelings, um, you know, just negative feelings in general, sadness, frustration, anger, whether it's with ourselves or with external factors in the world, um, a lot of people use food as a way to kind of cope with that as a, as a way to give yourself some, some sense of happiness in that moment. So when you make one poor decision and you reflect negatively about it, um, if we haven't figured, you know, if we haven't flipped that switch mentally, chances are you're probably going to make another poor decision because you need some comfort. You need something else to make you happy at this moment because you have these negative feelings and boom, that's what we do. Um, another thing that I see is the, the overcorrection. Um, and that's due to the guilt that you had. So you made a poor decision. Now you feel guilty about it. Now tomorrow you're going to fast all day. You're not going to eat a single meal. 
or maybe you're going to take away all your carbs. Even though your diet plan says eat 150 grams of carbs, you're going to give yourself zero because one, it's a punishment for yesterday. And two, you feel like you need to correct what you did yesterday. Yesterday, you went over by 50 grams of carbs. So let's go ahead and take away 50 grams of carbs tomorrow. That's, that does not need to happen. You need to just return back to baseline, return back to the plan that we have set for you. And if, if you just limit it to one day of going off a little bit, it's not a huge deal. Just don't let that compound into two, three, four, five days in a row, because that's when, number one, that guilt that you had a little bit after that first mistake is now amplified. And now you're getting the check-in day. And instead of just saying, hey, I made one bad decision on Monday, now you're saying, hey, I made four bad or I made four days of bad decisions or four days in a row of bad decisions. Um, and then chances are you do that for this week. You might not even check in. And that's what I see a lot as well is you're beating yourself up for all these all these negative decisions that you made. And now you're not checking in. And now, again, we're coming back to the compounding effect of one negative choice and how that can quickly snowball if you're not doing the right things to mitigate it from happening again. So coming back to what those those things that you need to do is, number one, when you make a poor decision, reflect on it in the moment. If you have these feelings of guilt, do not push them away but also don't sit in them for too long, but sit in them long enough that you can reflect on why are you feeling guilty? You know, was that whole pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream that you had last night because you were stressed out from work that day? Was that, was that aligned towards your goals? No, you already ate it. We're not going to go puke it up. So let's, um, let's just think, okay, I made this decision now. So what is within my control? What is the best plan of attack? Well, I'm telling you right now, return to your baseline, return to the mean, return to your diet plan, get everything else back on track and also reflect on what were some of the wins that you had that day. And maybe you had zero. Maybe you didn't prioritize your water. So you're dehydrated. Maybe you slept like shit the night before because you were up late watching TV the night before. So, and then what happens with that is then think about, okay, well, I had that craving for the ice cream. I needed something sweet or I needed something savory or crunchy or salty or whatever, because that cortisol was higher from not sleeping well the night before. So you want to look at what, what were the dominoes that led up to the pint of ice cream, if there were any, um, and, and maybe there wasn't. But regardless, no matter what led up to that, if you reflect on it, you can ideally keep it from happening more frequently um, or maybe not at all, depending on what the, you know, the circumstances were. And then ultimately, what do I got to do tomorrow? What do I got to do the rest of this week? Um, and then after you have a good day on Tuesday, give yourself a pat on back, say, Hey, I crushed it today. I slipped up Monday night, but it's all right. And then on check-in day, it likely didn't affect things too, too much. And even if it did just communicate that and let's move on, you know, I'll be looking much more at, Holy shit, you messed up on Monday, but you didn't let it snowball into the next three days of being off. Um, so again, let's recognize those wins. Let's be mindful of things, but not beat ourselves up, but reflect so you can learn from it. Uh, reflect so you can remind yourself of the importance of what you're doing and why you're doing it. All right. I just threw a lot of shit at you guys. Any other thoughts? I think Marcus, sometimes for me, it is, it's easy to, to allow yourself to justify the cheats. Okay. So, so you, yeah. Give me like an example if you can. Uh, you know, whether it's like, uh, like I worked out tonight, you know, so then because of that, you know, it's okay that I, I slip a little here or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, I don't, it, sometimes it's, it's, I don't feel maybe the guilt about it that day or the next day. Cause I somehow in my head, I had justified it I or, or gave myself permission. 
which which honestly um i i feel like i feel like that's pretty common as well i feel like that's it's not always communicated as much as the the guilty feelings are because you've already justified it so you feel like you don't need to talk about it um but again that comes back to okay now now this is where check-ins are are crucial and a different aspect is that you might not be feeling guilty about it but when um you know you're checking in we have whatever the goal is whatever whatever the case is i need you to be you know honest about whatever that cheat was you might not feel guilty about it and i don't want to make you feel guilty about it but we need to know you know why things are not changing why are things not moving in the right direction with it so then to kind of you know answer what you just said is that I'm happy you don't feel guilty about it, but we still do need to reflect on it and you still need to be honest with it so we can say, okay, I'm happy you don't feel guilty about the ice cream. Let's just call it, you know, a pint of ice cream. Um, but there's a, there's a discrepancy now because now you say you have these goals, but your actions say the complete opposite. So even though you don't feel guilty with it, we're also moving, you know, we're just staying stagnant or moving backwards, which if you're okay with that, cool, but I feel like nobody is really truly okay with that. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. So then that, I think that just comes back to, and I appreciate you you bringing that up Tim, because I do think that that does happen somewhat regularly as well. It's just not as clearly communicated because guilt is easier to communicate sometimes, or at least articulate than maybe, ah, I didn't really care about it. Because if you didn't really care about it, then you probably aren't going to communicate it on your check-in, at least not as, as honest and open about it. Yeah, because then guilt doesn't usually show up until check-in day. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but but again, though, if you if you made that decision on whatever day and you rationalize it, whatever, and 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 that's all okay with you. Um, if you don't do that check-in though, then that's where things snowball. So now you did it once, and once you give in to it for certain reasons like that, until you know, at this point, I grew out and have a cheat meal tonight. And I would be totally fine tomorrow. That's not going to snowball into multiple days of it. The only time I ever have snowballing days like that to an extent is just when I have a shit ton of social engagements and I've been crushing it for months on end. And I knew that these engagements are coming up and I was going to enjoy myself, you know? So that's when I will kind of allow, allow those things. But ultimately my point in saying that is once you've built the discipline to get back on track the next day or the next meal, um, and you know that, you know what? I'm going to allow myself this because I am consistent. I'm crushing my meals, my workouts, my sleep 95% of the time. So, you know, I haven't had a cheat meal in the past, you know, week or so already, or it's maybe it's been a couple of days or whatever, but I'm going to give myself the allowance of that. That's fine. But it's got to be, you still got to check in and have that kind of conversation with it. Cause like you said, you might feel the guilt with it. And then maybe, you know, you're the person and not you, Tim, but just somebody in general. Now you, you feel guilty on that check-in day when you step on your scale and you're like, oh, fuck. I gained a pound. I should have lost a pound this week. Why did I gain that? Oh, I had that, that one, that one slip up to me. It was okay with it, but now, um, so then you don't want to just avoid that check-in or avoid that communication and, and omit that in your check-in because then chances are you're going to happen again the next week. And that's something that I think I saw. Um, I don't know if, if somebody posted about it or it's just been communicated to me um, a couple of weeks in a row now, but Hey, I had a bad week. And I'm not going to check in this week. Um, that's what they're saying to themselves. Or maybe they even said it to me because I had a bad week. So I'm just going to do better the next week. Well, if you're not showing up and you're not doing the reflection, you're not being held accountable. You're not being honest about it. I can almost guarantee you, I'm like 99% sure you're not going to have a very stellar week the next week. 
because you didn't actually sit down and do the hard thing of reflecting and being honest about it and being accountable with it, chances are things are going to stay where they are or even get worse generally. Um, so the key with that is regardless of whatever happened this week, just make sure you check in with it. I'm not going to sit here and be angry with it. I might put it in your face in terms of, hey, remember, this is our goal. These are your choices. You're moving the opposite way from your goals. Just need to point that out. That's that's me holding you accountable. Um, but yeah, I think I'm coming and going in circles now. But hopefully that kind of address what you said, Tim. I appreciate you just throwing that out there. Uh, Chris has said, that's my problem. I diet, cheat, never feel guilty. But then I get pissy when I see a pick myself down the road or on checking day, kind of like, kind of like uh, Tim just said, because um, you do, you do have that cheat, but you don't really feel guilty about it. Um, and then, yeah. So, so then ultimately it comes back to um, the immediate, I mean, to an extent, this is an immediate versus a delayed gratification. What is more valuable? What is more important on a normal week and a normal occasion and a normal cheat? Again, there are outliers in this situation, but on a normal it's Tuesday at a stressful day. I'm going to make a poor choice on food. What is more important? What makes you feel better? That, that Taco Tuesday on a Tuesday night, just because it's Taco Tuesday, or when you show up and you can report to my to, to me and reflect on yourself is that I freaking killed it this week. I made progress. I moved closer to my goal. My gut health is not all screwed up. My digestion's on point. My sleep is on point. And I got invited to go out and do taco Tuesday and I chose not to go out and have margs and tacos and I feel great because of it. Um, so that's just when in the moment when you have the opportunity, the option, the thought to indulge in whatever it is, it's just that, and this is what it comes down to really across the board for the rest of our lives is we've got to have our priorities in check and that needs to stay in the forefront of our mind. Sometimes you're going to say, you know what? I don't give a fuck. It's totally okay that I go have this cheat and good, good on you. Go do it but control the rest of controllables that week. So you feel um, better about it, I guess. Um, so, and, and be mindful of, is this just an immediate gratification thing or is this delayed or what is it? Um, I think that's kind of crucial. Crucial to point out there. Thanks, Krista, for sharing that. All right, well, I feel like all that I can say at this point is just kind of going back in circles of the same things we talked about. So if you have another thought, um, unmute yourself and let me know or drop it here in the comments like Krista did. I'm sure she's taking care of the little ones, but killing two birds, with one stone, being a great mom and listening in so she can prioritize her health as well. Um, couple reminders as you guys sit here and kind of think about it. Um, our mom Zoom call, which I'm super pumped about, is I believe it's on April 26th. I believe that's that Wednesday. I'm going to say that that's correct without looking. But yeah, April 26th should be uh, our Wednesday Zoom call with all the moms. Um, ideally, parents as well. Again, this isn't only a mom's thing, but I want to kind of direct it towards um, the mom's perspective on things. Um, so if you're a mama and you're listening to this, definitely show up on that day. Um, again, you don't ever have to show your screen or to talk on here. Just, just be there, be present. You might learn something or feel better about something, um, feel less, less guilt about something, you know, give yourself better grace about something. So that's coming up. Um, a reminder kind of back to the uh, Thriving Lives Kitchen meal planner situation. Um, I already kind of talked about that earlier on the on the Zoom call, but kind of what's coming down the, the pipeline with that is uh, the April version was totally free. If you haven't gotten it yet, 
reach out to me and I will send over that link for you. That's the the, the rough draft. So again, there's no recipes or step-by-steps on there. Um, I think there's only five breakfast, lunches, and dinners on there. I'm still kind of trying to figure out how I want to do it moving forward. But what my kind of thought is right now, again, don't hold me to this. Um, I do want to add some step-by-steps on a couple of those different meals that that need it. Um, I'm building in, I think I'm going to have seven breakfasts, seven lunches, seven dinners. Um, I'll have a handful of snacks on there. Um, and then what I, what I plan on doing then is every month I will go make some revisions. I, you know, maybe some of the meals that everybody's loving, I'll leave those on there and then I'll pull out some of the other ones and then replace it with the new meal as well. So that way every month you have a little bit of a mix up again, a lot of these recipes, I'm not going to spend an hour or two in the kitchen and, and buying all these, these tiny little ingredients and stuff for things. So I'm not going to be putting together really complex recipes that I'm not even going to follow on there, nor will I expect you guys to. So it's going to be simple things, things that uh, you don't really have to go super out of your way to make or to buy. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So kind of what my plan is with that in terms of pricing and how that's all going to work. I will um, either send it out individually to people or post it in a group with a, a link to purchase um, the the subscription essentially. So if you purchase that anytime up until June 1st, it's going to be $5 a month. And again, that's just onward and upward every single month for $5 with new meals added each month to it um, moving forward. Um, and that price won't change for you. If you wait until June 1st or thereafter, it bumps up to $10 a month um, at that point. And again, that's just an add-on. So that's not included in your TLF pricing. That's an add addition um, onto things. But Aside from that, guys, I don't have anything else for you. As always, I, I really appreciate you guys being here, taking the time out of your busy Wednesdays to uh, to hear me ramble, to hear my perspective on things, and hopefully to grab some pieces that, that you can apply for yourself. Um, I'll give you guys like 10 more seconds if you have something else you want to chime in with. Otherwise, I'm going to go eat some dinner. Thank you, Krista. Thank you, thank you. All right, friends. Well, have a good weekend. Um, I will see you guys on check-in day tomorrow morning. Um, let's keep crushing it, guys. I think we have like just about two months until uh, summertime. Awesome. Thanks, Marcus. All right. See you, Tim. See you guys. <laughs>